and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello, Enchantresses, and welcome back. We have an amazing guest today, and I cannot wait to introduce you to her. We will be talking about daily practices in this witchy lifestyle series. Sam, uh, Samantha Mandaleno is a professional witch and tarot reader, creatrix of the popular Sam the Cosmic Witch Instagram account. Sam offers resources on witchcraft and tarot, as well as a monthly membership center on moon magic. She specializes in breaking down and demystifying witchcraft and making it practical and applicable to everyday life. Having grown up visiting Wiccan shops and collecting crystals with her mom, Sam experienced the positive influence that witchcraft had on her life and is dedicated to helping others live in alignment with their inner witch. Sam is obsessed with overalls, coffee, and horror movies and lives in Alberta, Canada. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Tia. Thank you. And I have to say, I do love that you love horror movies because I love your your recommendations and your critiques of movies. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's so fun to talk about horror stuff. I love it. No, truly, truly. And 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 also, I just have to say with the coffee, because I, I totally get you. My mugs are still packed and I'm feeling it. I know you have a thing with mugs, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. My husband hates it. But, oh, my God, I have so many. <laughs> They're, like, coming out of the kitchen cabinet it's a problem but I love it it's a good problem it's a a good problem to have yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I I feel like that is part of our daily practice in a way at least a weekly practice maybe for the horror movies but definitely coffee (laughs) is is a regular thing so how how did you get into having a practice that is at ease that it just becomes a, a daily thing Well, a lot of it kind of stemmed from my life and just having to work around it. So I am a mom. Um, I don't share my daughter on my Instagram account just for like privacy reasons, but I am a mom. She's almost four years old. And when I really started getting into my spiritual journey was when I was pregnant. So I had like a lot of time and it was very like flowy and feminine and all this stuff. And then I, I had my daughter and I was like, oh shit, I need to, I need to figure out how I can like still make this work. <laughs> so what I kind of became popular for on Instagram is sharing like quick and easy ways we can incorporate witchcraft into our everyday life and simple spells that I post are some of my most popular Instagram posts. I create little simple spells with just three ingredients and a couple steps that you can do. And there's small ways that we can incorporate magic into our everyday life. Because like I said, I am a mom. I don't have time to be sitting down for two hours and like doing these things with all these steps. And like you mentioned earlier, coffee is 100% like sacred to me. It is a (laughs) daily ritual that I do every morning. Um, and it's, that's one of my, my favorite things to do because it's such like, for me, it is, 
it's, it might sound kind of like dumb, but it's like a spiritual thing that I do to kind of like connect and slow down in the morning and I can charge my intentions and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the smell of coffee alone, I, I know I at least sniff it a couple of times <laughs> before I brew it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And, and you posted a coffee spell, which I love too. It's a real, so everyone go check her out. And I, I think it's just a cool, simple, easy, effective. And you have a Harry Potter background, I think, music to it as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my simple spells that blew up. And it's probably the one that people know me the best for. And I'll just share it because it's really quick to say on your podcast for anybody who's listening. So you can do it with coffee or tea or any drink, really. Me and Tia, we love coffee. So, of course, we're going to do it with that. But you think about your intentions for the day and you want to stir clockwise three times for your intentions. And when we stir clockwise, that brings things into our life. You can do this if you're trying to get rid of something too, by stirring counterclockwise, that's going to banish. So if you're like, I have really bad anxiety today, I want to get rid of that. You can stir counterclockwise while you think about that three times. And then you just kind of draw a little pentagram in it with your spoon to seal the spell and enjoy your drink. And off you go quick and easy thing. You've already done witchcraft by like 630 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And also that's something you can do in public and muggles won't know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Muggles almost spit out my drink and he said, (laughs) love that. (laughs) Yeah. I I think about that a lot of times because I know there are a lot of people who are still in a spiritual slash witchy closet and they are looking for these daily practices that, like you were saying, it's simple, easy, three steps, but also it kind of goes undetected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We call it like in the broom closet, right? Like what are these mm-hmm. little things you can do that's still being true to who you are and to your practice, but maybe that aren't so overt to other people. Right. Exactly. So we are, oh God, what month is it now? July. So we are well past the spring cleaning. Uh, I guess that extra energy from spring, but what are some some daily practices people can do in their house? Because I know also a lot of people are still in their homes because of the pandemic, depending on where you are. So what are some of the things they can do to keep their house, I don't know, lemony fresh and all that jazz? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite things to do, okay, well, I'll just say off the bat, I hate cleaning. So anything I can do to make it, at least to mm-hmm. try to make it a magical experience. Like I am all about that. So one of my favorite things is to make a magical floor wash and you can add any essential oils that, you know, have to do with whatever intentions or magic that you're working with. It just kind of like in a bucket with a mop and mop it all over your floor. If you don't want to do a mop, you can always make a spray and just kind of spray it on your floor. I love doing that. Um, Another thing you can do is if you have a spray is to spray it on window curtains. And then Mm -hmm. every time that the wind blows into your house, it blows the curtains and it kind of like blows your intention spray into your room, whether that's like manifesting something into your life or cleansing or anything like that. Um, What's another one? One that I actually just started doing is with doorway. I love windows and doorways. They're like such magical portals into our home. And I think it's really important to be doing like cleansing and, and any type of magic around them. So you would take your finger and kind of like trace it along a doorway. And as you do that, so for example, if you're manifesting 
writing your next book, for example, you would think about that as you trace your finger along the doorway. And then when you step through, you're kind of like stepping into that next level version Mm. of yourself who is doing that thing. So any of those like little simple things, spell jars are another really great one that you can do. We already have magical apothecaries in our kitchens, whether we know it or not with herbs and spices and all of that, everything has a magical correspondence. So you don't even have to go out and buy anything new. You can use an old jam jar and put some herbs and spices into um into a jar for protection um like rosemary is one of my favorite ones to use for home protection and then you just set up by your doorway so there are so many little everyday things and like people who come into your house probably aren't even going to notice it right so (laughs) it's just little (laughs) stuff that you can do to make everyday magical and to keep the energy of your home like flowing and feeling good yeah, I, I love that. And and when you spoke at the Unlock Your Magic Summit, that's when I started spraying my door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just like, this this is, yeah, you know, I never thought about that. Normally I, I would, um, well, I, well, I used to see my grandmother do this as a kid when she would sweep, she would sweep everything out the door. Like it would just be like dust or stuff like that, nothing big. But now it just makes so much more sense when you, you were talking about that and even how you said stepping into something. That's so true because our home is our sanctuary. So when we go home, we're stepping into hopefully a nice sanctuary, peaceful, (laughs) whatever you want to call it spot. So why not use that to step into the energy of what you are working on or wanting to attract? Yeah, totally. And I love what you said about your grandma, like sweeping things out the door. I I hadn't thought of that before. So I'm going to start doing that for sure. And you said, you know, something kind of along those lines too, is I know smoke cleansing is really popular with a lot of people. And if you do that, you definitely want to make sure that your windows are open because if you close your windows, you're cleansing all the negative stuff doesn't have anywhere to go. So you make, want to make sure that you're giving it an, an exit route out of your house. Right. I just imagine like some energy just bouncing off the walls. Like, I don't know where to go. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like stirring it up and aggravating it. (laughs) Awesome. So when, when you say like first wake up in the morning, I know, I know you mentioned coffee, but is there like an affirmation? Is there a crystal you have on your nightstand? What's, what's like the first thing you do as soon as you jump out of bed? Um, I try to visualize how my day is going to go and the positive things are going to come out of it. Visualization is definitely one of the most powerful tools that we have as witches. Um, So just, you know, going through my day quickly in my head and seeing me successfully completing all the tasks that I want to complete, um, feeling good about myself. I mirror work is also something that I have been kind of like reincorporating back into my magical craft and that's just for personal reasons because like many people this past year I have gained weight um so I am trying to incorporate any kind of like body body positivity body neutrality even stuff into my magic day so Mm. practicing mirror work just like saying affirmations in front of the mirror standing in front of the mirror just like trying to see my body without judgment you know that's a very magical thing too to feel empowered in our Mm. in our physical selves so that's kind of how things are going now. It, it changes, I would say, from month mm-hmm. to month, just depending on like what I am going through personally. I try to adjust my craft to it. So visualization, mirror work, doing coffee spells, and then I come up into my office in the morning and I'll usually pull a card 
for myself. I do daily draws for people on Instagram, um, people, my audience on Instagram. Um, but I do do a separate daily draw for myself as well. And that's tarot is probably my favorite tool in witchcraft. So I definitely incorporate that into my magical morning routine. Yeah. I, I love how you break down tarot. Um, it's, it's so easy when, when you break it <laughs> or, or, you, or you make it seem easy. I know it's complex, but you make it seem so like, it's just easy to understand that that's the, that's the only word that comes to my mind. She just makes it easy to understand. It's not so scary. And like, I don't know how to read this. What does the book say? <laughs> oh my gosh. I appreciate that so much. And that is really my main goal because tarot is like, it's such a powerful tool and it's one that I connect to really personally. And I 100% get that it, it is overwhelming and everybody starts off overwhelmed. And I was put off from tarot for a really long time because of that reason. So I like to try to make it as like accessible as I can to people and really break things down, you know, into their simplest forms that we can start understanding and connecting. And of course, as you grow, you put things together more and it can become more complex, but I really try to just, like you said, to make it easy for people and less intimidating to start to work with. Because like, when you think about it, I mean, there's 78 cards in a tarot deck, that's almost 80 cards. And then to have to know what they mean for a variety of situations. And then the reversals can have like totally different meanings. I mean, it's a lot (laughs) to try to learn. (laughs) So I really like, that's my thing is to try to help witches better connect with and understand tarot. Yes. It's it. Yeah. It's been very helpful. <laughs> oh, I'm so say. glad to hear that. <laughs> and so do you use the energy of the days in your practice? Oh, totally. I love working with planetary energy. Um, you mentioned earlier, I have cosmic babes, which is my monthly membership. And I really like to plan any sort of like live workshop that we do on Wednesdays because Wednesdays are ruled by Mercury, which is all about communication. Um, so I like to work with plan- planetary energies and planning. <laughs> Jeez, mm-hmm. say that three times fast. <laughs> um, and I also like to work with them um, with color magic. So this is another thing. If you are somebody who is, you know, in the broom closet, or maybe have people who are less accepting of your craft or whatever it is that you just want to keep it to yourself a little bit more. Working with color magic is a really powerful thing to do. So, you know, every day of the week has planetary associations and color associations as well. So you can use those colors to get dressed by, um, to paint your nails. You know, if you're trying to work on like bringing more passion into your life, for example, you can paint your nails red and you can make a whole spell out of painting your nails red and everybody around you just thinks, oh, she painted her nails red. But, you know, to you, it can be something so much more. So I actually like to work with um, the planetary magic in like my makeup colors. <laughs> like on mm-hmm. Friday, I'll try to do more like pinks and reds because it's ruled by Venus and that sort of thing. So yeah, I like to just, you know, have fun and find little ways that I can incorporate it that aren't overly complex. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I loved how you talked about the color magic. That is a very cool way to incorporate a daily practice and really tap into that energy. And it's like a bonus. We're the magic. And then you have the magic of Friday or the energy of Friday and then the energy of the colors. I just feel like it's an unstoppable force at that point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There are so many different things. Like you can wake up every day and you know, ask yourself what day of the week is it? What sign is the moon in? You know, what month is it? And there are so many different things you can pick out, you know, whatever resonates with you the most and kind of work with that energy. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, just like 
whatever day it is, start there and work with that energy. Mm-hmm. And on, on my uh, blog, I have the, the magical days of the week. So if anyone's listening and thinking, okay, well, what's Thursday's planet? You can go to blog.tmariejohnson.com and type in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it'll all pop <laughs> up to help you there. Love with that. that. <laughs> so are, are there any things that you have to debunk with uh, your clients or even people who you talk to when it comes to a, a daily practice? Um, I don't know if it's debunking more so like just kind of changing your mindset around what it could be like. And I, Mm -hmm. I would say that's one of the, the things that I get people commenting on the most, kind of like you said with tarot's like just making it easy in in general, just making a daily practice easy and showing other witches, you know, especially a lot of people call themselves baby witches or like beginner witches that it doesn't have to be this this crazy thing you don't you don't have to have this huge altar and all this stuff like it can Mm. just be simple and that's the thing that I think a lot of people get really intimidated by or they see you know all these elaborate setups on TikTok or whatever and they feel like their craft maybe isn't good enough or isn't worthy because it doesn't look like somebody else's or it isn't overly complex so I really try to like get people out of that mindset that it can be And it should be, you know, whatever fits into your life because witchcraft is about working with what you have. And, you know, we talk a lot about like herbs and stones and it's because that's what people had to work with (laughs) when they were (laughs) first starting to do witchcraft, right? And now we have the luxury of going out and buying whatever ones we want, but it really is about working with what you have. Like if you don't have any crystals, go pick a garden or pick a rock from your garden. Like go pick a river rock. Those have their own... uh, correspondences you know it it doesn't have to be this huge complex expensive thing right and I so love that you said that because a lot of and and this is a a trend that I've seen happen and right with the the increased amount of social media usage there's a lot of information out there and it can be your practice can be as simple or as intricate as you want it to be but it looks different for everyone, you know, because there's so many witches out there, you know? So yeah, I I love that you talked about that. Yeah. And like, I'm, people would probably be surprised at the amount of like spell work that I do. So much of it is just simple and quick spells. I would say maybe only a couple of times a month will I do spells that require more than like five or 10 minutes of my time. And that tends to be on like new moons or full moons, or if there's like a Wiccan holiday or something like that. But you know, even me, somebody who is a a seasoned witch, who's very knowledgeable, like I'm still doing the simple things because that's what works for me in in this Mm -hmm. season of my life right now. Absolutely. I can totally relate. I I like the simple process and you're right. Just as you were saying, you know, unless it's like a a, a full moon or something like that, that's when I tend to spend a lot more time uh, working on uh, a spell, a ritual, um, or if I have something particular in mind, there was one, this was, I think two years ago, or maybe it was last year, but I did a spell, a three-day spell, and it, it was involved, you know, shower beforehand, wear the the, uh, the clothes color or the colors mm. that I wanted to wear and stuff like that, but that's definitely something that's a choice, so I'm glad that, that we were able to talk about that. It's, it's a choice. You don't have to go all out <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that it is important, you know, to still do that 
because when we take that much time, we're putting, you know, even that much more intention into what we're doing because that's when we're making things complex and they take a long time. It's just about putting more of our energy and more of our intention. And it is important to practice doing those things, but just doesn't have to be every single day. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then I, I liked what you said about collecting a rock and, and the river rock and how that has its own energy. And it, it made me think about the mundane and the magical or making the mundane magical. Uh, so if someone comes across a rock or a flower or anything like that, how can they switch that from, you know, being just a bay leaf to now you're going to help me with my prosperity. How can he consciously do that shift? Um, holding it in your hands is probably the biggest thing. Hold it in your hands and, you know, visualize and really think about whatever the intention is that you're putting into that. I do a lot of spell jar work because, again, it's it's simple and it's it can be, you know, as quick or as long as you want it to be. But one of the really important parts of doing spell jar work, because if you just throw you know, cinnamon and coffee and a bay leaf into a jar and call it a day without putting any energy into it, you're probably not really going to get anything out of it. Um, So really taking your time before you would put something like in a spell jar to hold it, to visualize it, like you said, with the coffee, to smell it, to really like get familiar with whatever it is that you're working with and uh, charge it with your intention. So like you said, if you're going and you pick up a river rock, how do we make it more than just a river rock? Well, hold it. You know, what does it feel like? What do you, what do you feel when you touch it? What are the intentions that you're going to put into this rock? That kind of thing. So just holding it in your hands is really powerful in our hands. You know, we talk a lot about the, I think it's the seven chakras that the seven main chakras in our body, but there are so many other little chakras that we have, and there are chakras in the palm of your hands too. So you know, you can charge it with that chakra energy. I love that. Yeah. Intention is everything. And it's so interesting. Once, once uh, that intention is there, that concentration, I, I usually feel like a little vibration or tingling sensation in my hands. I'm like, Oh, it's working. <laughs> oh yeah. So much. I am actually a Reiki master. Um, I don't do Reiki services for people anymore, um, but I do Reiki for myself and for my friends and my family. And, you know, Reiki kind of translate to like hands on healing. Like you feel it in your hands. And my mom is a Reiki master also. And like watching her do Reiki, her hands get like, no like physically hotter it's crazy mm-hmm. the energy that that comes from them like we have so much energy that emits from our hands and um whenever i do spells i always make sure that i cleanse my hands you know with smoke or intention or a spray or whatever it is because that's what we're working with like they're one of our most magical tools our hands absolutely and it's so interesting how that intention just works and how Ray K really gets your, your hands. It's just, it's, this is one of the reasons why people cannot tell me this isn't real. Like there's no explanation (laughs) for someone's hands to get like that. Right. It's like, (laughs) yeah. And if you like concentrate, I remember the first day of my Reiki training, um, my Reiki master had everybody kind of like put their hands together and you could feel like the, like the magnet, uh, the repelling, I guess the repelling energy. If you like tried to put your hands together, like you could feel them kind of bouncing away from each other. It's, Mm -hmm. it's nuts. The stuff that you can feel from your body. Crazy. So is there a book that you look at on a daily basis? I used to, well, I I have it, but it's a digital, um, in its digital format is a, a, uh, God, what's it called? Book of Pagan Prayers. And I used to just 
flip through a page and read it random days. Do you have a book, something like that, that you look through as a part of your practice? Um, there, I wouldn't say there's one really regularly. What I kind of what got me into witchcraft was astrology um, and working with the moon. And when people ask, like, where should I start? I always say start by working with the moon. I feel like that seems to be the most logical place and where you can really mm-hmm. start simply and expand from there. So Moonology by Yasmin Boland was one of the books that I referred to most and I still refer to it. It breaks all the moon phases down really simply in ways that you can work with them. So I don't look at it on a daily basis, but if I ever feel like I need a refresher or anything, that's mm-hmm. definitely the book that I go to. I like that. Yeah. I, I love moon. So I have to ask, do you have a favorite moon phase? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of a basic bitch answer, but I love the new moon. <laughs> um, <laughs> That when I talk about, you know, what got me back into my spiritual journey was uh, being at a new moon circle. And I love just like, I love the darkness of the new moon. You know, it's not quite Mm -hmm. the dark moon is the one day before the new moon. The new moon has like some slight light to it. Um, But I love kind of like that dark energy and feeling like there's so much potential and so much possibility and kind of the the fresh slate that comes with a new moon. Um, and I love, you know, practicing manifesting a lot of the stuff that we practice on a full moon, like release and forgiveness. That's harder. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. not tends not to be as fun. Right. Um, but the new moon, I just love all the potential and the possibilities surrounding the new moon. So if, if I do nothing else, witchy during the month, I will still always do like a new moon ritual. Nice. I love that. Yeah, I I love the new moon. I love gazing at the full moon, but I love the new moon energy. The full moon Mm -hmm. sometimes gets me a little bit like off. (laughs) Yeah. What's going on? Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a little wacky. Yeah, a little wacky, a little off. And it's funny because sometimes I, I don't realize a full moon's coming up. Like I have an app, which is so bad. I have an app that syncs to my i calendar and I still forget until I feel off or weird or something like why am I thinking or feeling this way and then I look oh so yeah I prefer the new moon (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we're we're totally influenced by by the moon phases and it's funny uh like I mentioned I have a daughter and when she was a baby like a year old I could always tell is is there is a full moon coming up because she just would not sleep like her sleep schedule Mm. was so off like the day or two before a full moon it was nothing that I was doing you know we're always doing it's groundhog day every day when you have a newborn but like she (laughs) her body could really could really tell so it's interesting to be able to see that yeah that that is that is interesting and you know even far as a daily practice the more we understand our body and those signals we can incorporate anything right because it's just like oh I'm getting that feeling again so I'm gonna need three days to myself so maybe <laughs> nobody <laughs> you know, talked like, to me nobody <laughs> talked to me maybe you could take <laughs> off of work for a couple of days something like that but the more you know the more you can be prepared and or even you know maybe you didn't have something that you wanted this time but but next time because you know every month we're going to get that full moon you know okay I'm going to go get you know I don't know my favorite snack or something like that <laughs> to get prepared <laughs> for it Oh my gosh. Yeah. Body like awareness is such a powerful thing to be able to work with it because when you know that something's coming up, you can prepare for it not to like drown you and to overwhelm you. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I'm even thinking back to before I learned what all of this is called. And I would just go through it just thinking like, oh, you know, they say females, you know, are always highly emotional, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm just going through a thing. You know? <laughs> it's more to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so with with daily practices, do you find that if you skip, say, like a week or two that you're just like, oh, my gosh, now I need to restart, but I restart next month. If it, is this something like when 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 uh, people try to get in like a good eating habit and they're like, I start on Monday <laughs> and they don't and they start on Thursday? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I am married. My husband, he's he's definitely not like a practicing witch or anything like that. Um we're different. I mean, he respects what I do and, and he'll always listen. And, uh, but if I'm ever in like a funky moon, a funky mood, he'll be like, you need to go upstairs and do like, and, and cleanse yourself. Like he'll tell me <laughs> you need to go cleanse your energy and like do a little ritual or something and then come back. And you know, he's right. So it's, it's funny. I, I have somebody who will tell me that and to make sure that I go do it. So I don't, keep putting it off, you know, till next week, because yeah, when you stop doing it for a while and we all kind of fall into slumps with our craft, um, it is harder. It it feels more overwhelming. Like as, as the days go by, it feels harder and harder to get back into it, which again is why I like to do the little things. Cause even if all you do for the week is the coffee spell, you're still doing something and it takes two minutes Mm -hmm. and something that you're doing anyway. Right. So, but yeah, I have my husband who will tell me, to go do my spiritual things and get my shit together when I start <laughs> acting a fool. <laughs> you, you know, what's, what's the commercial? You know, was it Snickers? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Snickers commercial. <laughs> yeah. You need your, your, your witchy version of Snickers. <laughs> yes. I need my herbal cleansing wand and a tarot reading. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And you and your husband recently did a, a live where you were reading cards and, and it was funny. I couldn't stay on for the, the, uh, the length of the, the live, but I was cracking up when you guys did that. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> oh yeah. That was our first, we're calling it tipsy tarot where we're both drinking. And my husband, Logan knows nothing about tarot and I know a lot about tarot. So he was doing, you know, readings for people who were jumping on and asking for readings and listening to him try to explain the cards was hilarious. We were on live for like an hour and a half and it did not feel like it was that long. We were all just having so much fun. So I think we'll definitely make it a regular thing. Tipsy tarot with the cosmic dude. Oh, that's, that's what he hilarious. Calls himself. <laughs> the yeah. Cosmic, I, yeah, that no, that was great. And when he was explaining the cat and your facial expressions, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a good sport. I love that he's so like open-minded to what I do and that he wants to be involved too in his own way. No, that that is really cool. And so for for people who are looking to have someone work with them at the del- as a daily uh, part of their daily practices. Uh, is there uh, maybe a, a word or not a word, but like a conversation opener that you can give them to make them make, make it a little bit easier. It's like, Hey, like, I really want to do this. Are you interested? Sort of like a, maybe not a full on witchy conversation, but like, Hey, I'm going to this dance in the woods and it's really cool (laughs) want to come (laughs) you mean if I'm like talking to somebody new 
Yeah, like if it's someone new or maybe even someone who you may be friends with and you haven't really come out the, the, the broom closet, but you want to slowly include them because you think that they would be, you know, cool for it and, you know, that they respect you, but you're not sure how to start that conversation. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, so I actually used to be a personal trainer a couple years ago. It seems like another lifetime ago, um, but I would kind of do this with my training clients. Like we would, and you know, I had to wear my gym clothes, so I, I couldn't dress like I do now where you kind of look at me and you're like, oh, she's into some weird shit, right? <laughs> like they, my clients <laughs> didn't really know that about me. Um, but I would kind of talk about, you know, if it was a full moon and, and kind of incorporate that stuff into like our workouts or, you know, I'm always carrying crystals in my pocket. So I remember one time, one of my clients, she was just like having this really bad day. And I just pulled a, I think it was like a red Jasper out of my pocket. And I was like, here, I think you need this. So I'm always giving (laughs) people crystals that I have like in my pocket or my purse and, you know, kind of seeing how they respond to it. And I would say most people are really interested, like when I worked as a personal trainer, I would talk about, you know, of course we would have computer problems during Mercury retrograde. And so I'd be telling the other trainers about it and they were really like intent and asking me questions and people are, are definitely curious. And there's, I would say there's a lot more open-mindedness to witchcraft in general than there was even five years ago. Like when Mm -hmm. I started getting into it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely um, more acceptable now. Um, before, I felt like it was kind of tolerated, like, oh, okay. And now it's, it's becoming more and more uh, acceptable. And I think it's because people are starting to understand that there is that cosmic influence. There is that, you know, whatever else it may be influence. And it's, it's not just you. And no, you're not crazy. <laughs> so they're starting yeah, to think, like, very much. Yeah, yeah like I, the... Oh, sorry. What oh, no. oh, no, oh, no, no. You, you can go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say the world seems like it's so, uh, I, I don't want to say like out of our hands, but I think people are just starting to wake up to their own like internal powers that they have. And that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about witchcraft is that it's working with yourself and working with, you know, the universe working, you know, Wicca is a nature-based religion. I'm not Wiccan, but I, I do take a lot of my kind of practices from the Wiccan religion and, you know, it's something that allows us to have that power within ourselves and to to work with energies to change our own circumstance rather than always having the world changing it for us. Mm, yes, exactly. Whew, yes, I, I, I was going to say, I think also with more science uh, being discussed, even now with Richard Branson going, you know, just out oh, in space. space. <laughs> yeah, I think people are starting to, to be like, you know what? Yeah, there is more out there. <laughs> because for so long, I think people just, and I get it, you know, especially when you're in that daily grind, go to work, wake up, you know, wake up, go to work, eat, whatever. You don't really think that you're one person in one county and one state and one country, you know, one planet and one Milky Way. And now more and more people are talking about that. They're like, oh my God, this, we're literally just one galaxy out of many. And if that's the case, then uh, there must be more, right? There must be also stuff going on. So I think that's that's helping us in, in this craft as well. Yeah. And like, there's just so much. I, I read some facts on the internet the other day. And I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was talking about how our eyes and our ears are only attuned to like certain frequencies. Or I'm probably messing up like the unit that it is. But the point was that there was actually so much that existed that our eyes 
physically cannot see. Mm-hmm. And it does like, wow, there's this whole world that we just can't see that we don't know, but it's, it's there. Like scientifically, mm-hmm. we know it's there. And I've um, seen some more science studies about like parallel universes and how it's mm-hmm. highly likely that there are multiple parallel universes. So it's like, when you think about just all the stuff that is there, we know it's there, but we don't quite see it. Like it makes sense that we would be able to, you know, work with that energy on a personal level and on a cosmic level too. Like why, why can't we work with it? And we can, and we do. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. This, even with oxygen, that's, that was the, uh, the opening, um, phrase for my book or one opening phrase where I just said, you know, basically, you know, the air in which we breathe, we can't see it, but we know it's there. And it was also a quote from the Polar Express and I forget how it goes, but something like just because you, you doesn't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. now I'm sitting here and my back is facing my bookcase. I don't see my bookcase, but it's there. I mean, sure, I, I can turn around and look at it, but I'm just saying it doesn't mean that it's not there because I can't see it. So that's so interesting. And you're right. Why can't we work with those energies? Yeah, it's, it's trippy to think about. And I think part of the reason, you know, I've talked about my husband a lot, but he's like a really big influence on my craft and he is um, like really big science guy. He always Mm -hmm. uh, tells me space facts. I call him space facts. I'm like, tell me space facts. And he'll just rattle off some space facts. (laughs) So I think that does make him more, you know, open-minded to, to what I do. But I remember one time we were talking about like molecules and how nothing is actually solid. So like scientifically I could put my hands through this wall. Like it's, it's so trippy to think about all the stuff that's true, but that we just don't think about. Yeah. Isn't that something? And that's all the more reason why I stress to people constantly do independent research. That should really be part of your daily practice. I don't care if you listen to podcasts and YouTube videos and just constantly absorb knowledge and cross reference because that is just priceless. That's really cool that your husband does that. Yeah. And, you know, I tell that people too, uh, I get so many questions in my inbox of things that people can Google. And it's like part of your witchcraft journey is, is learning things and looking things up and deciding things and deciphering things for yourself. So I like that you said that a, a huge part of it is, you know, making the effort. There's so many creators and, and people who are putting things out there free, but you need to make sure that you're going and doing your own research too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you were saying this earlier about how you even, you know, go back and look at things a second time, you know, as a refresher. And that's, that's also what it is, is the books you accumulate or, you know, eBooks, videos you want to save on YouTube. Now you can always go back to that as a reference. There are still some books that I have a bajillion tabs (laughs) and And they're great as references, but also it will help you retain your power because there are a lot of people out there who they may learn one thing and then they pose as an expert. And it's just really something that you just learn over time. It's not like a four-year bachelor's degree and like, all right, you are like somewhat, you know, an expert-ish in this, you know? (laughs) So it's just, it helps you with your discernment levels as well. Yeah. And like kind of bringing that back to tarot, which is my favorite thing. Um, but like one of the reasons I love tarot is because like you said, there's always something new. Like I, I would consider myself a tarot expert. Like I'm very knowledgeable in tarot, but like I can look at a card and still see something new or kind of like see it from a different perspective mm-hmm. or, or learn a different lesson from it. So I, that's part of what I love about it is that it's, you know, it's always a 
evolving. It's, it's always changing and there's always more to learn about tarot and witchcraft in general too. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because you, you reminded me what I was going to say, even with cards, there are some, some, and I have tarot and, and Oracle cards and I will look at a card several times, several times, you know, I shuffle the cards and it'll come up and it'll be the seventh, eighth, you know, whatever time. And I'll look at it. I don't remember seeing that butterfly there. Many times I pulled this card. <laughs> so if that's the case, imagine all the energies that we can see, the Wi-Fi, you know, Bluetooth, you know, waves uh-huh. that we can't see. We can't even see stuff that's on a car sometimes until we pull it for the 10th time. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> it's funny when I was doing Tipsy Tarot with Logan, he, I, I forget what card it was, but he pointed out like, oh, there's a bull on her throne. And I was like, really? And I took the card and I looked at it. I was like, oh yeah, there, there's a bull on her throne. Like I had never noticed it before. So yeah, fresh eyes will definitely see new things every time. Yeah. And even with the, as you were saying uh, at the top of the show with the washing of the floors and the spraying of the, the doors, that's all cyclical too. You may use, uh, you mentioned, uh, I think you said rose water, you know, another time you may use something else. So that's the beauty of it too. As you grow and expand in this practice, so does what you choose to do. And it doesn't have to be stagnant at all. But what I realized sometimes when it's stagnant, it's a time for you to pause. And that's the time that I had the most issue with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so hard to like sit in that middle space because even when you're like grieving or like really going through it, it, there's energy and there's, there's movement, right? Even if it is like painful movement, but yeah, like you're saying, being able to sit in that uncomfortable, like paused position to really evaluate where we are and where we're going, that that is the hardest thing I would say. Oh, for sure. Cause I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm ready. Let's, let's go. I want to get to that spot, but there's always something to learn. And, you know, <laughs> here we go. It just, <laughs> thank oh, yeah. universe. I got the yeah. lesson. <laughs> like, thank you universe. Uh, like I, I'm telling you, Sam, I swear if I see the number seven, one more time, I'm a scream. Like I know, <laughs> I know it's a good number. I know, but I'm just like, can we just get to the point where it just fully manifests? Like, <laughs> like just before well, we hit record, I, I saw seven, seven, seven again. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, seven uh, in the major arcana is strength in tarot, I believe. So there you go. Or Thank maybe you. Yeah. Maybe I'm lying now. I don't know. I have to double check, but yeah, <laughs> that is a good number. It's actually one of my, that's always been my favorite number. Well, I, I, good. Yes. And all, all the goodness my way, but let's, whatever it is, like we need to manifest quicker, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's all part of that. You know, when, when you, when you study, um, and, and even, even for example, how how you were saying, you know, and, and tarot, the major arcana, I didn't know that. So now I learned something new from a different perspective and I love that. And that's, that's what's the beauty of this practice is that when you, you know, talk to other witches, work with other witches, it, it always brings a fresh perspective that you can add to your practice or at least learn more. And it'll be mentally part of your practice, even if you don't physically do a ritual or a spell or something else. Yeah, we all kind of have things that are like our thing and that we gravitate towards. So it's cool to, like you said, to talk to other people and to to see what they're more knowledgeable about and what what resonates with them. And then you learn stuff from them, too. That's why I love being online with everybody, which is like you. It's so cool to like have this space where we're all community and learning from each other. Oh, yeah. I'm so grateful. And I don't even know how I discovered you on Instagram, but I'm so happy that I did because I remember when I first started, this is 11 years ago at this point, 
There was no one, and, and I'm in Philly. First, okay, so I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is a Quaker state. So <laughs> there is not much witchcraft going on. It was like, oh, okay, Christ consciousness or maybe some yoga or some meditation, but it wasn't things really geared towards goddesses. That's who I work with closely, you know, things like that. So it's so refreshing that now, now that Instagram is this and it is you know, we can communicate and it's so, um, when, in addition to be, being refreshing, it's also reassuring because it is quite boring in a way when you do it by yourself because there are some things that are fun but when you go to like a witchy party it's like oh this is really cool these are my people yay you know (laughs) yeah it's it's cool to be able to find your people online for sure and hopefully you'll meet some you know hashtag witches of philly in your area yes thankfully yeah i came across three four, three, something like that. So I'm like, this is cool. So, you know, once everyone gets even more comfortable, uh, you know, with in-person events, we're going to get together, but I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is pretty awesome. And it's like people also around my age group too. That was another, another thing. When I first started, it was older people, which is fine, but I like a range, you know? So, because now you have people who you can relate to a little bit more, you can, uh, you know, tap into the wisdom of older people, get their perspective. And and also for me made it a little bit more comfortable when it was a mixture than just like me and, you know, older people at some location. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You want to feel like it's kind of your vibe too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know, again, we covered a lot, but any final words? Oh, and anything you want to promote? Anything coming up? Um, well, if you are wanting to get into witchcraft more, Cosmic Babes is my monthly membership where we talk about different aspects of witchcraft every month. We have new moon and full moon workbooks and they change you know, depending on the sign that the moon is in and then whatever our subject is that we're working with. So if you're somebody who is a beginner into witchcraft, that's definitely a place to start. I also offer tarot readings over email and over um, video. We can do like a video chat reading where you can ask me as many questions as you want. So my website is samthecosmicwitch.com. You can also find me on Instagram at samthecosmicwitch. Um, and yeah, I that's kind of the main place that I hang out. I'm on TikTok, but I'm not as active there so if you want to come check out what i do instagram is definitely the place and come say hi say that tia sent you nice and yeah i i tried to get into tiktok i just fell off i can't it's oh my gosh that's a, yeah i felt that way when everybody was on clubhouse i was just like i physically cannot be on another like soul-sucking yeah. social media platform <laughs> right now i'm sorry everyone <laughs> I keep uninstalling Clubhouse and reinstalling it. I like it because I don't have to put on any makeup. Like, you know, I can look like a zombie, you know, <laughs> get my coffee brewing and I can talk. I just have to exercise my voice because sometimes I just sound so like, uh, you know. like <laughs> Yeah. Be lively. Yes. Yeah. Got to be lively. Yeah. And warm coffee will help with that. So oh, I can't. Sure. <laughs> thank you for being on the show uh it was a pleasure your instagram all that you do is amazing oh and sam also gives out makeup tips and stuff so i i actually <laughs> she's the reason why i purchased uh it was the, the moon stamp you had the star stamp and i got the moon stamp uh the facial stamp um i forget the, the brand was oh, a yeah. color pop it's, 
it's milk makeup the eyeliner milk makeup. Skip. everybody needs it it's amazing amazing and it was some lipstick you had I was like oh that's great and I went and got it, it was like black matte or something like that so oh yeah she, the next one yes yes so she also gives out makeup tips so you know you gotta check out her ig story <laughs> yeah I love I love fashion and and makeup so yeah I'll, I'll put some stuff in there about that too, from time to time that's, well it's it's been more more recently but yeah it's fun it's yeah, all no, aspects it of my is. life around witchcraft <laughs> no really like I love it absolutely so again thank you I'm sending everyone lots of love many blessings you know I'm rooting for you be kind to yourself until next time thank you so much for tuning in magical one let's keep in touch join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com and as always I'm sending you lots of love many blessings I'm rooting for you and remember to be kind to yourself until next time.